When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Russell Wilson's Let's Ride, lacking a little ride. And Justin Herbert's takeover, not as smooth as some thought we'll talk about last night. Also, ball nights and ball nights. Let's go. I mean, that's how you start a season, by the way. A ring ceremony. Draymond Green and Jordan Poole together. Oh, we'll get to that, man. But I want to start with last night's football game because there's this thing you say when no one plays defense anymore. You're like, oh, where's the defense? Well, last night there was defense and flags, but defense. Were you entertained? Chargers 19, Broncos 16. Chargers have some explaining to do with how just barely they are sometimes. Needed a muff punt to stave off a tie. But we start with Russell Wilson and how it looked to you. After the offseason, after the, the quarter of a billion dollars, after everything Denver did to arrive at a team with Russell Wilson as quarterback, Tim, how big is the Russell Wilson problem in Denver right now? Well, I think it's pretty monstrous. I mean, you give up two ones, two twos, a sack full of players for a guy that's supposed to take this team to the playoffs, and he has good receivers out there, and, and he's not finding them, and he, and he just looks – it seems like Denver plays in every night game, whether it's Thursday, Monday. They're, they're always in prime time, and he looks disconnected from the team. His conversations with Hackett don't look particularly good, uh, and he, it's the decisions. That, you know, it'll be third and five – and he knows he can get loose and run for a first down. We're not seeing him make those decisions. They had some horrible three and outs uh, near the end of the game and in an overtime, and they didn't, didn't compete in a game where he started out 10 for 10. And all that just went away. He was 5 for 18 after yeah. that. And, and I think it's, I think it's an enormous You think it's problem. an enormous problem. Real quick on a follow-up, is it a fixable problem? It should be because – Although I think he was a declining player last year. He wasn't uh, in tatters. He, he, he's not that old compared to others. There, there ought to be a way to get on the, the same page with Jerry Judy, but they look like they're miles apart. Even Dennis Jr., you're shaking your head. Yeah, I mean, not, not only were those last three possessions bad, the last three possessions of the game for the Broncos were run, run, incompletion, run, run, incompletion, run, run, incompletion. They were all punts. This offense is a disaster. Russell Wilson had 15 yards in the second half in overtime, which sounds like a typo, 15 total. And they are blowing a, a defense that could take them to this is Super Bowl level defense. Mm. They're a second in DVOA, which Tony, as we all know, is defense adjusted <laughs> value over average. Uh, and they are, you know, Here good you enough go, to rookie. do this. And since since I have been cursed with being on this show after having to watch a Broncos uh, late night game, we have to mention what I've mentioned since the first week. Nathaniel Hackett is not an NFL coach. 151 mm. yards in in um, penalties is the most since 2000. Mm. He's not an NFL coach. Oh, George Sedano. 
Tony, it's two-pronged. We'll start with Nathaniel Hackett. He clearly is still overmatched. Let's not forget, even though he was the offensive coordinator in Green Bay, he wasn't calling plays. That was Matt LaFleur's job to call plays for Aaron Rodgers. And when he was hired at Denver, they thought they were going to trade for Aaron Rodgers, and Russell Wilson was kind of the second prize in that situation. Now let's get to Russ. Russ wanted the Russ show. He didn't want to be associated with Pete Carroll holding him back or whatever it was he felt in that particular locker room. And now he's got it. And the problem is he's being allowed to have way too much freedom with what he does offensively. And we're starting to see some of the holes in his game that maybe were masked by Seattle. And to Tim's point about the camaraderie with the receivers, look at K.J. Hamler's reaction after they lost to the Colts. He slammed his helmet to the ground. Jerry Judy right. bickering on the sidelines. He is not connected. And I think a lot of it is because this is Russ trying to put on the rush show. Kevin Blackestall. But he should be trying to put on the Rush show because that's how he came into our psyche, right? I mean, he wanted North Carolina uh, State. Then he goes to Wisconsin. He wins there. Then he goes to Seattle. Next thing you know, he's putting up numbers and he's winning a Super Bowl. And so I assume, and I'm sure Denver assumed, that you get this guy, you plug him in, and he's good to go, and this team is good to go. I am, I am shocked that Russell Wilson looks as bad as he does so far in Denver. I thought that this was going to be an easy fit for him. And to Tim's point, I mean, it it looks almost as if they're not even practicing together. I mean, the guys are running routes that he's not finding. He's not making the, the exciting plays that he used to make, the money plays that he used to make in Seattle, and he is not that Could old. Could it he's be fixable, go. though? I mean, there is a hamstring injury now. There's a back injury. The shoulder, whatever. Statistically, this is a wow. Tim Callishaw, you said this before we sat down about separation with receivers. Uh, through, through five games, <laughs> Justin Fields, he and Justin Fields had the two best separations uh, on their receivers. You wouldn't know it from their statistics because they can't find any of their receivers. But, you know, that, that, that stat That's an alarming thing going uh, away from the idea, but this is fixable. One more story from last night's game. The Chargers, they're just getting by. The record looks good. The on paper looks good. 57 passes for Justin Herbert last night, the most ever without throwing for a touchdown in a game. So how does it all look to you, George Sedano? It doesn't look great, but I will give them credit for being resilient. Clearly, Justin Herbert is hurt. You don't just come back from a rib injury and play through it and not look and look exactly like you were supposed to look beforehand. They've also been decimated by injuries. They lost their left tackle. They've they've lost cornerbacks. They've lost uh, defensive players, including Boza, right? One of the best players in the league. Despite all that, they still find themselves with a winning record in this mm-hmm. situation. Tim Kalashaw. They have a good record. They don't do it impressively. Uh, Austin Eckler was pretty much shut down, and Herbert threw for less than five yards per attempt. Mike Williams got completely shut down mm. by Sertan. They got a lot of work to do to stay in the You're running. Looking for all sides. Are they the same old Chargers or not? Are they going to Charger? Still no answer. We move on. Ball Knights, Sixers, Celtics starting the season. Two teams with high expectations and big questions. Philly after how the year ended, Boston how the offseason played. Ball night! I'm not sensing the urgency from this panel. Ball night! Ball Ball night. There we go. I expect expectations and I expect them now, George. Go! My expectations for the Celtics is to remain one of the teams that can win the Eastern Conference. I do have 
questions as to how their new head, interim head coach will navigate the situation. But to me, the story here is Philly, Tony. Joel Embiid is in his prime. James Harden is in, be, in the best shape we've seen in a long time. He sacrificed money. They brought in a ton of role players. There are no more excuses for Doc Rivers and Daryl Morey with this Philly and team. St- statistically, in the end of last season, and no one wants to put stats on the preseason, but fine, usage rate for James Harden way down. Is that something, uh, the trajectory for the regular season you see as well? Yeah, I think so. I think that Doc Rivers sees him as an excellent ball handler and a point guard type where they'll let Joel Embiid cook and the offense has to run through Kevin him. Kevin Blackstone, expectations tonight, Philly, Boston. Well, I expect uh, the Celtics to struggle. I mean, I, I, they've, they've got a new coach, and we all just praised Udoka for everything that, that he did. Um, and they've got some new faces. So all the pressure is on them. And I think for, for the 76ers, they've got to look at that and say, this is not a game that we should lose. We should be ahead of these guys for this season right now and not look back. And that's the preview for tonight. David Dennis Jr., let's talk full season here on how close Philly was last year but couldn't close it and how the Celtics got exactly where they wanted to be but now had the offseason. Yeah, I think two months ago I would have said Celtics-Bucks were sort of a tier of their own in the Eastern Conference with all the turmoil in Boston. Because remember, before Doka, you know, was suspended, they were talking about trading Jalen Brown, and there was a whole bunch of mess with that. So I think the window is open for Philadelphia to sneak in there, but that is all about what James Harden can do. 121 points per 100 possessions last season, that small sample size. If he can replicate that in the regular season and have the number one um, pick and roll with Joel Embiid, they can sneak into that top echelon. I like the way you said that, David. The window here. Speaking of windows, I go to Kalashal for my windows. Uh, whose window has is, is got a little bit more space going into this season? Fill your Boston. Well, let me clean up some of these windows for my esteemed colleagues here. <laughs> the Celtics aren't in trouble in any way. The Celtics win 11 years between NBA Finals. They didn't win it all last year, but they won the East. And that's a big deal for a team that we talked about every week. What's wrong with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum? Why can't they get along? What's the deal with Marcus Smart? They, they're past that now. I don't think the coaching change will make that big a difference. The assistant that's taken over, it's going to be the same system. And now there are guys who are successful, and they're all young. So I still think Boston is the team to beat. Other game tonight, Lakers-Warriors. Ring night. Let me hear it. It's ring night. Thank you. Ring yeah, night. The ring ceremony with Green and Poole. That's how you start a season. But also telling Russell Westbrook he's coming off the bench, that's how you start a movie. I don't know what the origin story for a villain or for a new hero. Who knows? David, what to watch for tonight with L.A. and Golden State? I, mean, I think people are sort of expecting these, like, fireworks between Draymond and Jordan Poole. I think they'll be fine. They're adults. What I'm looking for mm. from the Warriors mm. is that young core. I'm looking for at James Wiseman. I'm looking at Moody. I'm looking at Kaminga because as much as the Warriors have championship circled on their whiteboard, they also have $500 million circled on there what they're trying not to reach. And if those young players can get some real minutes and be effective, I think that can be a difference for the Warriors going forward. James Wiseman and Kaminga is what we're excited about tonight. This is the ring ceremony. This is Draymond and Poole for the first time, Blackstone. Are you watching for a Wiseman and a Kaminga and a Moody? Well, I mean, I think we already got a, a throwdown, right? Somebody said they're going to ruin the ring ceremony. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? So I want to see if that holds yeah. true. Um, and I'm not sure that that can be, can be done. Uh, I am interested in how all those young guys play because I think that will suggest – 
how valuable or invaluable, um, I should say, uh, Draymond Green is to that team going forward. Because it would seem to suggest that if these young guys are coming along, then if Draymond messes up anymore, he could be the guy out the door. George Shadano, you heard Anthony Davis, as Kevin just alluded to, say we're going we're gonna to blow up the ring ceremony. That's with a win tonight. Do the Lakers have anything for the Warriors? I think that there's been a history of teams on their ring night not necessarily performing up to snuff. So I think that he's alluding to that. Plus, he's the key to their season. If Anthony Davis plays like the top five or ten player he's capable of being, uh, here we instead go. of just being a top five here or ten talent. Here we go. Talent, they, talk. No, 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 no. No, here we go. Nothing. They, they can be a playoff <laughs> team instead of a play-in team. Because, Tony, I have them currently as a play-in team at this point. Um, and the Russell Westbrook situation is just, you know, we'll, we'll see how that unfolds. But with the Warriors, I'm not worried about about Draymond and Poole at all. I was at their preseason game on Friday. They seem totally fine. Mm. Okay, he was at the preseason game. That tip Callis, how about you? Here we go, nothing. Starring George Sedano. <laughs> I look forward to that spinoff. No, here's the thing with the Warriors. They can't ignore the punch. Steve Kerr called it a crisis. We've all seen the video. I don't care if they paid Jordan Poole. In the back of his mind, he knows they didn't suspend this guy. They didn't do anything when he basically knocked me out. There's going to be a hangover from that. Whether it's Have you seen the rings? We're going to get a look at the rings tonight. You're just lucky the punch came before the ring was on. Those things can yeah. do some damage. Taking a break here, buy or sell on the other side. Around the Horn is presented by the refreshing taste of Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, kiddos? I'm Clinton Yates of Around the Horn. Whenever I go to cover games or attend events in Los Angeles, I'm always keeping my eye out for the best-dressed person in the room. I saw Diego Luna at the Andor Red Carpet launch event, Star Wars, folks, and he looked head of state fresh. Now you can also be that person, too, whether you're sitting courtside, attending a fancy dinner, or going to a wedding. With a fully custom suit from Indochino, you'll walk into wedding season looking like a million bucks for way, way less. They start at just $4.99. With Indochino, you can design the suit of your dreams and fine-tune every detail, including lapels, linings, monograms, pocket flaps, etc. A tailored fit from home. Set up your measurement profile on Indochino's website and choose customizations without even leaving the house. Look your best this wedding season at the table, or on the dance floor when you wear Indochino. Go to Indochino.com today and use code HORN to get 10% off any purchase of $3.99 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code HORN. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport, brought to you by Chase. A league championship series you never thought you'd be seeing. I had panelists yesterday, though, saying this is bad for baseball. What? Look at Philly. Look at San Diego in these, in these highlights. Is this not fun? 
Are, are these playoffs too exciting for you? Too dramatic? I don't understand the want to get exactly what the season already gave us. Sometimes something surprising happens. We don't want to live in a simulation, people. Let's go. Tonight, San Diego hosting Philly. Expectations for this series. What you buying, George? I'm buying that San Diego may be the team to beat. A.J. Preller had an open checkbook. checkbook. Mm -hmm. He brought in Juan Soto, who finally now during the postseason is starting to play like they expected him to. And I think they have the pitching advantage, particularly with their starting pitching. Bob Melvin, not afraid to go deep with his starters, and I think that could be the difference. Tim Kalashaw. They might be the team to beat, but the Phillies are the team to beat them. I like the Phillies starters. Ooh, They're aces. I like Nola and Wheeler better than those Padres aces. And you don't have to worry about Josh Hader if you get a lead. And Bryce Harper, the hottest hitter in baseball, is going to get him the lead. get him a lead. Now, do you have the bullpen to close out? Have you seen a Philly game this year? David Dennis Jr. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with George here. I think that these teams are, like, extremely close. Razor-thin edge to the Padres because of that bullpen. Hader, Garcia, Suarez, no earned runs through the postseason. The seven relief pitchers, .73 ERA. I think we're going to be in for a long, exciting series, but I think the Padres are going to eat this out. you're rocking that brown and yellow for San Diego today. Kevin Blackestone, how about you? You know, I like the Padres pitching. I think they had some shutout wins against the Phillies mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. year. Uh, Darvish is, is on it. Um, and the other thing is, is the, the top half of that lineup really is just now warming up. They've been winning with the bottom third of that lineup. So when Soto and Bell, oh, two more Nats, get going, they might beat Harper and Schwarber. Oh, two more Nats all right, on the all other right, side. all right. <laughs> Buy or sell two, Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur doing what they do best. Based on how we've played the last two weeks, I think it's going to be in our best interest to simplify things. Are you uh, surprised to, to hear how much Aaron wants to simplify the offense yesterday? Uh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Tim, buy or sell Matt LaFleur, not knowing what Aaron Rodgers means. I'm going to buy Matt LaFleur because I'm not even sure Aaron Rodgers knows what he means. I think he means I want to simplify things. I want to have a Devontae Adams out there who I know exactly where he's going at, on every route and at every moment, and we don't have that. Mm -hmm. David Dennis Jr.? Yeah, I'm buying LaFleur not knowing exactly what he means. If you listen to Aaron Rodgers on any podcast, there's not a lot of people who mm -hmm. know exactly mm -hmm. what he means on a given time. Okay. The, my, what I'm selling is Aaron Rodgers saying that he needed to improve just a tick later in that press conference. He needs to improve a lot. He was 0 for 6 on deep passes. They had 12 points in the last... Uh, six quarters. He needs right. to be better, too. So offensive malfunction the last six quarters and really this whole season, Kevin Blackstone. Buy or sell the two here? Yeah, I'm going to sell LaFleur because at least Aaron Rodgers had an answer and a solution to whatever ails mm -hmm. them. And, they, and the OC is standing there like, I, I, I don't know what's going on here. You better know what's going on. You don't have much time. Madonna. Tony, I think that Aaron just doesn't want to run his receivers uh, under the bus uh, because they are pretty simple and basic from a West Coast offense perspective. They're throwing dink and dinks and dunks. And, and look, everyone knows the histrionics of Aaron Rodgers, particularly early in the season, the rolling of the eyes and all that stuff. I think he's just trying to be a good teammate. And I don't think Matt LaFleur helped him in any way, shape, or form. First time they've lost back-to-back -back games, <laughs> LaFleur and Rodgers, but it was two, the two New York teams who don't play in New York. They play in New Jersey. Fire cell three, the leads. The Baltimore Ravens have blown this year. The leads. You don't get the leads because to give them to you is to throw them away. This week's loss to New York. Here's the two Lamar turnovers in the fourth quarter. For the season, 
his fourth quarter's numbers fall off a cliff. So the contract talk has stopped. The wins partially stopped. David, when you consider the contract, the turnovers, and the wins, what you buying, what you selling with the Ravens and Lamar? Yeah, I'm, I mean, obviously I'm selling these fourth quarter meltdowns. I think Lamar Jackson is looking at this defense that's, you know, one of the worst he's had since he's been in the league, and he's trying to do too much. They've had 15 non-kneel-down possessions in the fourth quarter, and they've turned the ball over on seven of them. Lamar Jackson was responsible for five of them. He's just trying to do too much. They need to get, you know, a little bit better so he can just stay in his, in his lane. Good stats, David. Kevin Blackstone. Well, here's a guy who got gradually better each year, which is why he was up for this monster contract. Um, but the way he's handled this game in particular, I won't put the last one on him, but this one in particular was just horrific. I mean, a, bu- a busted play, you've got to lead, you just got to eat it. You can't try and wing the ball across the field when you don't even have the laces in your fingers. You can't do that. Tony, the last game was definitely on Lamar, but the previous games are the fact that they don't have a consistent running game with J.K. Dobbins, who's been in and out of the lineup. He's been healthy. He's been unhealthy for most of it. You know, Kenyon Drake is in there now, had a good game. But the defense, to to David's point, has been pretty bad considering what we normally expect from the Ravens. But this last loss was about Lamar's two turnovers, right, Tim Kalashaw? Yeah, I mean, the turnovers, they killed the team. And, th- and those were on Lamar, but mostly he has nothing – Beyond Mark Andrews, he can count on as a steady go-to guy. And as been, has been mentioned, Dobbins is never healthy. The running game is kind of a mess. So he is trying to do too much. That's how they're stuck at three and three. First prize, showdown. Second prize, set of steak knives. Third prize, well, Kalashaw, Blackstone. He's on Sedano, Dennis Jr. Always be closing, showdown. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Around the Horn is presented by the refreshing taste of Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. 
George Sedano, David Dennis Jr., good luck in showdown. What happens when Power 5 school says, give us a number, we'll make it work? I'm going to have to entertain it. You are? Yes, I'm going to have to entertain it. Straight up. Well, I'd be a fool not to. Last week, it was whether Deion Sanders was swack or not. Two years ago, it was whether he could even coach or buy into coaching. So hearing Deion on 60 Minutes, George, should he jump to Power 5? Tony, it's only natural to want to compare yourself to the schools that have uh, the type of resources that they would in the Power 5. As much as he's done for the swack, uh, it would be a, a huge loss for them. I could understand humanly why he would want to do this. Yeah, I, as somebody who's from Mississippi, I know the HBCU history of great athletes of Jerry Rice, Walter Payton, Steve McNair, and Deion Sanders doing something special in Jackson. I hope he does not entertain this and stays there a little bit longer. The critique that he's not swag, David, but jumping to the Power Five then prove that in your mind? No, I mean, I think he's done a lot, but, you know, I, I don't know. I think he's done a lot for the swag, and I just hope that he continues that. I don't think he's going to go anytime mm-hmm. soon. Showdown 2, the play of the year so far in hockey. You love game-winning goals? This is a point-saving save. Dylan Larkin from behind, through the legs, saving the empty netter. Red Wings were able to score, so they forced overtime, got a point. Kings won in OT. David, how many points for that point? Give him all the points that you took away from Bill Plasky yesterday. We talk about offensive <laughs> nutmegs all the time. This is a defensive nutmeg. And 111 points is what you want for that? I don't know about that. George Sedano. Tony, the Red Wings iced the biggest line in NHL history at 6'6", 230. If you're Dylan Larkin at a measly 6'1", you got to do what you can to stay on the ice. That's your takeaway from that? No, no, no. That amazing play. He went through the legs. How did he not trip him? David, take the face off. Yesterday was October 17th, a uh, special day. It was my dad's 82nd birthday. It's also Kevin Blackstone's birthday. Happy birthday mm-hmm. to you. Uh, the birthday has taken a very special meaning to me. I've written a book about my dad. The movement made us and learned about how, you know, close he was to death and him being alive is so special. Happy birthday, Dad. Happy birthday, Stone. See you tomorrow. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.